0: 3, amen, Galatians 3, sometimes we turn here and I, I intend to just make a few comments and then move on to something else and as was the case uh, this morning we wound up spending our entire time here in Galatians 3 and so I will um, try to read through some of this quickly because there's at least a couple of things tonight that I want to make sure... Uh, I have the opportunity to, to give to you, to present to you, um, and um, amen. So uh, as, as is the case with everything that we do, we're going to do this by faith tonight, amen. We're going to believe, Father, for utterance and for revelation and impartation, and that our eyes are going to be open to the truth, amen. All right, so Galatians chapter 3. Oh, you know what I didn't do, and I know some of you saw this this morning, but um, uh, my brother's now a grandfather, amen. And um, here is some photos of little Ellie Kate uh, Winslet. Yeah, amen. And there's another one of her. And then uh, a third one there, praise God. So that's uh, Will and Brittany's new addition. And so congratulations uh, to, uh, to Matt and Vanessa and, and our family. We're so excited to have this new addition. Mom and dad got uh, their first two great-grandkids in 2019, so what a, what a milestone year uh, for uh, mom and dad, so exciting times indeed, praise God. All right, so Galatians chapter 3, and uh, we'll begin at verse number 5. It says, therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness, therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. Um, Look at me for a moment. You, You know, as kids on the playground, there were certain things that you could say that were fighting words, right? Fighting words. Basically, if you say anything about somebody's mama, fighting words, right? Well to these first century uh, believers um, the, the last sentence there the last verse rather in verse 7 that's on the screen therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham Th- these were fighting words for a lot of folks um, they they held their uh, their physical you know heritage uh, being direct descendants of Abraham as, as something that made them very special and very unique um, and, and separated them from everybody else in the world uh, but, but now this new doctrine, this new teaching um, that it's only those who are of faith that are sons of Abraham because this could be um, folks who are, are Jews by birth um, but it could also then include Gentiles non-Jewish people uh, who have uh, faith in Jesus and are now sons of Abraham in the sense that, that um, we are heirs or have inherited, received uh, the same promise and blessing that God gave to Abraham. And so it's, it's not about the physical DNA anymore. It's, it's now in the, new, in, the, in the kingdom, in the new covenant, it's about faith. Amen. And this is the distinguishing characteristic. Let me say it another way. Our faith should set us apart from the world, um, as, as much as their physical heritage set them apart from the world. Amen. So therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. Now I'm gonna... a lot of verses that we talked about this morning, I'm gonna skip over them for sake of time tonight, but with all three of these verses on the screen, I wanna um, point something out to you that's an important connection. And so let's go back up to verse 5. Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? And of course, the implied answer is what? The hearing of faith. The hearing of faith. This, this is how um, the Holy Spirit is supplied to us by the hearing of faith, and it's how miracles are worked among us. Again, not by adherence to the Old Testament law code, but by the hearing of faith this is this is how the holy spirit is supplied and it's and it's how miracles are worked among us supernatural things accomplished among us not because we've been good boys and girls this week and obeyed the commandments but because we are believing god because of our faith in who he is and what he has said to us what he has said about us and what he has done for us okay And this was a a, a new approach uh, for them, and sadly, this many generations later, it's still a new approach for a lot of folks, okay? Now, let's go to, um, amen. Well, I'll tell you what I want to do. Verse 8 and 9, And the Scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So all the nations meant all the nations other you know, in addition to um, the Jewish people, the Jewish nation. They were, they were God's own special people. But God didn't just say, Abraham, I'm going to bless you and your descendants. But He said, I'm going to bless you and I'm going to make you a blessing. And in you, all nations, all peoples of the earth shall be blessed. Verse 9 is another uh, keystone verse in our study. So then those who are of faith... Are blessed with believing Abraham then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham so who's blessed with believing Abraham we are but those who are of faith those who are of faith again this was this was a new message because it was their understanding that if you were a direct descendant of Abraham then you had an opportunity to get in on the blessing that God gave to Abraham but now he's saying that it's not according to obedience to the law, but it's according to faith. And being a direct descendant of Abraham is not what qualifies you now, but having received Jesus by faith is what now qualifies you to be blessed. Amen. So we pointed this out this morning. This is, I guess, the last part of review. Those who are of faith are blessed. So R is speaking of a current, present tense condition, are blessed with believing Abraham. So blessed with Abraham. But then we also see from Ephesians 1 and 3 that those who are of faith have been blessed in Christ Jesus. So as awesome as it is to be blessed with Abraham, okay, alongside Abraham... Um, you know, in in line with Abraham to receive what God has given to Abraham, we actually have something better than that. In other words, it's one thing to be blessed with Abraham. It's another thing to have been blessed in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus. Now, let's go to verses 13 and 14. So Galatians 3 Thirteen it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Look at me for a moment before I read this next verse, all right? So, sometimes um, when I'm teaching, and I, I don't know if this is, <laughs> in other words, <laughs> remember, I didn't go to seminary, okay? Um, so I'm not saying that this is, you know, the right terminology here. But I'll explain it this way. Um, we'll go out and we'll build a wall like a, like a retaining wall, and then we'll come back and, and backfill the wall, come in behind the wall and, and fill in. All right. Sometimes we teach that way. Sometimes we fill in and build the wall as we go. So what's happening here in, in verse, uh, verses 13 and 14 is that the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul um, built the wall. Now he's coming back in. And providing the support he's 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 backfilling it Um, he's explaining why uh, this is the way that it is and and so of course the statement that he made was those who are of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham now again you have to understand their their mindset their thinking because their mindset and their thinking was that the only way to be blessed was number one be a direct physical descendant of Abraham number two obey all that was written in the law uh, uh, of, of Moses, and if you were uh, a direct descendant of Abraham, and you obeyed all the law, then you got in on uh, the blessing of, uh, of, of Abraham, right? And even, even then, if you read the, script, the Scriptures closely, um, I'm not saying that it's, it's okay for us to go murder somebody because we're not Jewish, all right? But the law was given to, to God's people, um, that, that, that was something that was unique theirs and, and, and given to them. And, um, and again, Paul deals with all that and why that's the case in Romans. I don't want to try to unpack all of that tonight. So notice now, that was their thinking. So here comes this new teaching that if you're a faith, doesn't matter if, if you are a direct descendant of Abraham, if you're of faith, you've been born of Jesus, right? Um, and now um, you are blessed because of your faith. In other words, we operate in our blessing by faith. They operated or participated in, in, in the Old Testament, that, that blessing. They, they experienced it or had the opportunity to experience it in their life reality um, through obedience to the law. Um, we have the opportunity to experience in our life reality not by obedience to the law, but again, by faith, by believing it's true, by believing it's ours. Uh, by, by, by having trust and confidence in God that these things are, belong to us and we uh, access them and appropriate them um, through that faith, through that belief. Amen? Are you still with me? Yes? Am I going too fast? All right, so Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. So he makes this statement now to, to these folks who understood uh, blessing according to direct descendant, Uh, descendancy and obedience, now he's saying it doesn't work that way anymore. It's a new day. Um, And if you're of faith, you're blessed with Abraham. And so he's explaining why that's the case. And of course, it's because of what Jesus has done. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit, Holy Spirit of God, receive the promise of the Holy Spirit of God through faith. Amen. So what he's saying here is that we've been bought out from under these things. All right. I've been doing a little Christmas shopping. um, And um, what's the old saying? Snooze, you lose, right? Um, you ever? I, I remember one time with with uh, with Bethany, um, there was some Disney stuffed animal that she wanted, and, and you know we had a Disney store in those days the Galleria. But um, somebody had bought them out, right? You, you got the you, you picking up on the comparison there. Bought them out, in other words, somebody came in there and bought every one of them, so that there wasn't any more in that store. Okay, now we've been bought out. Amen. Amen. Um, we were in a a store labeled uh, curse and Jesus came and bought all of us out from from that store and took us out the front door of of curse so that he bought us out from that, right? This is what this word redeemed means. It means to buy out from. And, And he bought us out from under the curse and he did that by becoming a curse for us. By becoming a curse for us. He came under that curse and lifted it up off of us and carried it away. And as we said this morning, not just so that we could become uncursed, but he uncursed us so that we could become blessed, so that we could be blessed. Now, remember I pointed out to you in verse number 5 that he talked about the Spirit of God being supplied to us and miracles being worked among us, not by obeying the commandments, but by the hearing of faith. Now I want you to notice that he's once again talking about the Holy Spirit being supplied or given to us in uh, in verse 14. And he's um, conjoining that or joining that together, connecting that to the blessing of Abraham coming upon us. Now, while we're kind of getting spread out here as this teaching continues to grow and and we cover more and more of what the Bible has to say about it, um, but but let me remind you that, that the blessing is is like an umbrella policy. It covers um, all the key areas of your life, um, all the spiritual areas, all the mental areas, all the emotional areas, um, the uh, even the financial uh, areas and aspects of your life. Um, it's 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 an empowerment, an enablement, an enhancement uh, from heaven that comes upon a person's life to help them succeed, to help them be victorious, to help them uh, prosper um, in, in these different areas of life. And, and, and again, it's, it's something that God created us for. When he created Adam, the first thing he did uh, is that he blessed Adam, he empowered Adam uh, to, 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 to be victorious and to, and to live um, a successful, meaningful life, amen. And so, um, we we see here that um, that that included in the blessing is is miracles. Miracles are included in in the blessing. Um, Brother Copeland said something uh, years ago that really helped, and it's a simple statement, but don't miss the the, the what it's communicating here. Um, people will often experience some kind of breakthrough in their life, you know, let's just say they receive some kind of physical healing in their life, and and they talk about how blessed they are because they got healed, and it's really just the opposite. You're not blessed because you're healed, you're healed because you're blessed. We're talking about, you know, cause and effect here, And and we need to understand that. So when he's talking about miracles being worked among them, that was a part of this, this blessing. Um, and in other words, the, the, the miracles were. Uh, in other words, the blessing covers miracles. It covers divine protection. It 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 covers um, a cancellation of debt. It 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 covers um, you know protection from from sickness and disease. It it covers. Um, protection from any type of mental illness, uh, dementia, Alzheimer's, all of these things. Um, the, 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 how about this? When God's blessing upon His His people coming out of Egypt, um, do you realize that they they walked for forty years and, and they never had foot problems? 40 years. The Bible says not a single time did any of those millions of feet swell. Not one of them ever, ever swole up. Amen. Think about that. Um, there there was no gap. There there was no Walmart. There was no um, and um, you know I'm just I'm watching uh, uh, Oliver now as as he literally just motors through sizes of clothing. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Now, the, the little fellow was, you know, he never, he never wore newborn diapers. He was born too big for those, okay? Um, but he's, he's just, you know, he's just motoring through all these different sizes of, of clothes. So when I say there was no gap or Walmart or shopping centers, um, the Bible says that, you know, their clothing, it never wore out. Their shoes never wore out. Um, I believe that the clothing grew with the children. And as those kids grew, I mean, you understand what I'm saying? Some of, think about that for a minute, right? Um, this, this, again, is the empowerment, enablement, enhancement of what, of what the blessing of the Lord uh, uh, upon a people, upon a person, upon a family um, will, will produce. So supernatural, supernatural things are covered in the blessing. So notice that these two things are consistently connected um, the working of miracles, the blessing, but also um, receiving the Spirit, the supply of the Spirit. Um, let me uh, I'm gonna tell you what, let's, let's take the time to turn there. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 um, Corinthians chapter 2 and, um, and verse number 12. This is, uh, this is one of. of uh, I, you know, I don't know. Why I say favorite. It, it's a very impactful, meaningful verse uh, to me. Amen. That I reference often. Let's just say it that way. Praise God. First um, Corinthians chapter two, and um, and verse number twelve. Are you are you excited about being blessed? Amen. Amen. <laughs> I, I, I said something was kind of strong this morning, and and, I, and I'm a, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it again tonight. It, it's strong. But but if this doesn't excite you. I can only come up with two reasons why. Um, Number one, you don't understand it. Because if you understood it, right, you should be excited about it. Um, Or you understand it and don't believe it. Amen. Because if you really begin to understand that you've been redeemed from the curse, and if you really begin to understand what that means, what's included in the curse that you're no longer under... And that you've now been blessed with Abraham and blessed in Christ Jesus. This is something to get really excited about. And so the only two answers I can come up with is um, don't understand it or don't believe it for somebody not to be just, you know, waiting for somebody to unlock the door to come hear about it. If I, if I can just bear my heart for you just a moment there, okay? That's, that's how... Um, That's how wonderful, amen, this news is. Amen. Praise God. All right. So, again, I've still got, you're in 1 Corinthians 2, so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit. This is the promise of God's Holy Spirit to come and dwell within us through faith. If you've been born again, both of these are true about you. In other words, Jesus became the curse. Notice in verse fourteen, uh, might come upon. The reason there's a might there is because you have got to receive this by faith. In other words, Jesus has he has done this for everybody. He's made he's he's made. This is why it's so important that we preach the gospel uh, to every nation that we can get the gospel to. Amen. Is is because Jesus has done this for them. But you know, how can they call upon Him? That they've never heard about, you know, how, how can they, how can they believe if they've never heard? How can, how can they hear unless somebody tell them? How can somebody go tell them unless somebody is, goes or is sent? Is is what Paul walks us through in Romans ten, and 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 so, um, the the might there is, um, you know, speaking of the the opportunity is is there, if if you've been born again, if you've received Jesus by faith then the blessing of abraham is yours it's upon you and you have received the promise that god made uh, concerning his spirit being poured out upon you and dwelling within you okay now look look how first corinthians 2 connects these things together now we have received if you read it tomorrow it's still going to say now if you read it six months down the road it's going to say now now it's a present tense Perpetual. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. Does this sound like something we just looked at in Galatians? Receiving the spirit. So we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Amen. So we were given the blessing, which again is is like an umbrella that covers So many of the things that, I say so many, it recovers, remember, have been blessed with not some, not most, with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places It's what you have been blessed, what you have been given. Are you following me? This is important. Let me put that verse on the screen right quick. Ephesians 1 and 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Okay? So you've been blessed with every spiritual enablement. It's spiritual. See, we think spiritual. I need something physical. I I don't need a spiritual blessing, Pastor Mark. I need a physical one. Well, (laughs) every physical blessing begins with a spiritual enhancement. It's something from heaven that comes upon you that enables you to 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 receive healing that enables you to, uh, to to prosper financially that enables you to overcome depression are you following what I'm saying amen so with every spiritual blessing and every blessing begins as something spiritual remember i hadn't got there yet and i keep, i thought i'd be there last week and we just this thing keeps growing but just remember in 1st corinthians 10 the bible says the the food that they ate that would be on the ground every morning waiting for them and the water that they drank it was spiritual food it was spiritual drink now that was something that they picked up put in their mouth chewed up swallowed and it satisfied a physical hunger but it didn't originate um from the earth it came from heaven to the earth and that's why he called it spiritual okay so a spiritual blessing comes from heaven to the earth You've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. In other words, he's talking about what you've been given. He's talking about what belongs to you because of who you are in Christ Jesus. So now let's go back to 1 Corinthians 2. So we've received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. Does he supply the spirit through the works of the law or through the hearing of faith? It's not a trick question, through the hearing of faith, right? Right? So we have received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Do you realize what this verse is saying? And he spent some time meditating on this verse. He is saying in this verse that you have been given things that you don't know are yours. There are things that belong to you that you have no idea about. There are things that Father God has given to you freely that are yours, 100% yours, but you do not understand, you do not realize, you do not know. And so He who um, works miracles among you and supplies the Spirit, right? So notice, He's blessed you with Abraham and has given you His Spirit because only the Spirit of God can take you by the hand and reveal to you the magnitude of what You've been given, and what belongs to you as one of Father's offspring in the earth. Amen? Wow, praise God. Amen. All right, now, thank you, Jesus. Well, Amen. Let's, I got lots of stuff here. I, let me, um, Mm -mm. let's do this let's go and and we'll we'll build on this some more uh, next week so the blessing you have been given must be believed and acted upon for it to be a factor in your physical reality it's it's spiritual It's spiritual, which means it's invisible as far as the physical eyes are concerned. And in order for it to break through into your physical reality, remember faith bridges the gap between the seen and the unseen, between the physical and the spiritual. Faith is able to stand in the physical, reach into the spirit realm, and pull from the spirit realm into the physical realm the things that Father God has already given to you. It's something that we've said now in this last quarter of 2019, maybe the last half of 2019. We've said it many, many times, okay? And I'm gonna say it again right now. Faith receives what grace has already given. Faith receives what grace has already given. So the blessing that you have been given must be believed and acted upon for it to be a factor in your physical reality. Let's go to Ephesians 4 now, and we'll, we'll finish here tonight. So Galatians, Ephesians, so just turn over there from, um, from Galatians, Ephesians chapter 4, and let's begin. At verse seventeen, Amen. Ephesians four and seventeen. I had somebody ask me some time ago, "Why do you, why do you keep asking us if we're getting anything out of this? Why do you keep asking us if this is making sense? Why?" Do you? Well, Amen. Um, perhaps that's a weakness on on my part because I'm I'm wanting to preach uh, believing, Amen, in faith that you're receiving um, the things that Father has prepared. But it's it's. It's, it's crucial it's it's um, man we we touched last Sunday night on this uh, uh, this aspect of the blessing that involves protection um, for you and for your family if you read it there in Deuteronomy it talks about like when a when a threat comes and and, and you and your family have been targeted that 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 threat Will it'll be it's all it's 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 when I say it's almost like that's inaccurate. It's it's as it is a a a shield. It's 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 a it's an invisible force field around you that that the enemy um, can't penetrate. This, this is um, again. I mean no disrespect by comparing it to a video game, but this younger generation, you know, it, it's like you get some. Uh, special feature for a period of time in a game to where it doesn't matter how many times somebody else shoots you you <laughs> it don't even you you can't be you can't be killed you can't you 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 can't die in the game you're invincible and, th- and this is again part of the blessing that you have right now if you're a born again believer but you know re- remember I'm all over the place right now but remember uh, Star Trek, when Captain would say "Shields up," you know. In other words, that, that ship had the the capability uh, to, to to have you know the the, the, the shields to protect it, um, but it had to be activated. It, 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 it wasn't just an automatic thing, and and so in the same way, how how do we, you know, how do we shields up uh, in, in our lives? Um, faith faith I'm not trying to oversimplify this my friend but let let me tell you what you believe matters what you think about these things it it matters and this is why the enemy tries so hard to get you in fear and stress and anxiety and worry and doubt uh, you know um, you, you, you hear a, you hear an ambulance and you automatically think it's somebody you, you, in your family that's had a wreck or an accident. It's, it's amazing how the enemy, you know, will, will try. You know, you get a phone call from one of your kids and you automatically, you know, the, the enemy's trying to get you to automatically think there's some, something wrong, there's some accident, there's some problem, there's some, something bad. See, he's trying to program you into in, in continuing to think like you're under the curse. That's how people under a curse think. We, we're not under the curse. Let your mind breathe the fresh air of heaven. Praise God. We've got to learn how to think like blessed people. we got to learn how to think like blessed people. All right, so we... we I'll never forget, I, I was trying to explain some of these things. I had just went to work. Uh, this would have been in, let's see, the late 1980s. I went to work for the city of Hoover. This was when they brought 911, the, um, the you know, emergency 911 online in Hoover. Uh, you younger guys, that hasn't always been a thing. okay. Um, but uh, I had just finished college, and... and um, and so, uh, you know, I had worked at Chick-fil-A and the folks at Chick-fil-A knew uh, my faith. And, and um, so, I, you know, I wasn't like coming in like, you know, swinging a, a King James Version Bible around the radio room. But, but, you know, I was wanting people to know. And, and um, so as, as I began to talk about some of these kinds of things, um, there was one lady in particular, and she, and she was a believer, but she didn't. She didn't. She didn't know a lot uh, uh, about the things of God, and so she was. She had a lot of questions. Let's just say it that way. She she was hungry to know, um, and as as I begin to explain, you know, some of these things to her, Psalm ninety one, and and um, that's a, an important psalm about protection, by the way. And I never forget my sister won one of her friends to the Lord, and and we were sitting around the table talking. And my mother said, "You know, you, you, one of the she was talking about where does she, you know, where does she even begin?" And my mother said, "Well, you know, you need she was a single uh, young lady, and she had some fear." And Mom said, "You need to, you need to, you know, get to know Psalm ninety-one, something about Psalm ninety-one, and as the Lord is my witness, she thought that was a brand of mace." Like something you keep in your purse and spray on somebody if they try to she had no idea, Literally, she was that clueless about the Bible and the things of God, so I always try to remember that you throw Psalm 91 around somebody's like, "What is that? you know i mean it 's a, it's a psalm that has to do um, with, uh, with being protected, but anyway, um, my coworker, she was very interested in these things and, and she had lots of questions and, and of course i 'd get you know excited about talking about it and, and uh, and um, i never forget one day, she got this really concerned look on her face, and she says, I'm so worried for you. And I said, oh, sister, you know, don't, don't be, what are you worried for me about? Just don't be worried for me, you know I mean? First of all, don't worry at all, but especially don't worry for me. She goes, I'm so worried for you, she says, because something bad's going to happen to you one day, and all of your faith is just going to crumble down around you. <laughs> and I said, well, first of all, sister, thank, you know, thank you for, Caring for me. I was trying to find something positive to say. But see, you know, notice how much confidence she had. In other words, she so questioned God's ability to protect that now I'm sitting here trying to explain to her, right? Are you following what I'm saying? I'm trying to explain this to her, and, and so she's like, You are so, like, she's thinking, I'm so confused. And there's going to come a day when I realize how confused I am and, uh, and my whole faith in God. In other words, her approach was don't expect very much from God. That way you won't be disappointed and your faith will stay intact. <laughs> right? <laughs> so praise the name of the living God. Listen, we've dealt with some things in our lives. Amen. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory in every situation, right? The Lord delivers us out of every situation, all uh, trouble and, 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 and tribulation. All right, amen. All right, so I'm out of time, but I'm not out of verses. So let me give you one more quick one. All right, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. Um, remember, here's the point. The blessing you have been given must be believed and acted upon for it to be a factor in your physical reality. So this is the word. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility, or the King James Version, I think, says vanity of their mind. Okay? Now, first of all, let's make sure we understand before I go any further. These verses are written to men and women who have already been born again. It's written to the church at Ephesus. So he's writing to believers now. But he's saying to believers that they should no longer walk. Walk means to live your daily life, how you go about your, your daily life and living. That you should no longer walk, live your daily life as the rest of the Gentiles live their daily lives in the vanity or in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Okay? Now, We've already established that Gentiles were separated from the blessing of Abraham because they were not descendants of Abraham. And so we could say it this way. They were outsiders. They were on the outside of the blessing looking in. They, they had no access to it. Are you following what I'm saying? They, they had no way to... to uh, you know lay hold on it or experience it for themselves. They, they were outsiders that word um, Alienated from the life of God that word alienated means again to, to be separated um, Not a part of not on the inside, but on the outside So think about what he's saying here. He's saying to born-again believers Because you still think like someone on the outside You're still living like someone on the outside When you're not on the outside looking in anymore, you're actually in on this. You see this? He's saying to born-again believers, you're living like somebody who doesn't know God, doesn't have a covenant with God. That's another way to think of a Gentile, because remember, Abraham and his descendants had a covenant with God. The Gentile nations did not have a covenant with God. And so he's saying you're living like someone who doesn't have a covenant with God. But remember, in this case, he's talking to people who did. He's talking to people who were born again, but are living like and thinking like. Notice they're living like they don't because they th- of their thinking, the futility, the vanity um, of their own minds. If something is futile, that means no matter how many times you do it, it's not going to produce the result that you want it to produce. Okay. In other words, you, you, can keep, you can keep trying it that way all you want, but you're not ever going to get the result you're looking for by doing it that way. That's the idea of something, um, futility. Um, it's futile. I mean, it's not, it's not, gonna, it's not ever going to work that way. Okay? So notice that people who don't have a covenant with God have a mindset that will never produce in their life reality what God wants to be produced in the life reality of every human being on planet Earth. And he's saying to born-again believers, you, you're living like someone who doesn't have a covenant. You're living like someone, are you ready, who isn't blessed. And you are. You're, you are. And so notice again, it's, there, there, there's, when we talk in terms of faith... And, and, and experiencing, uh, believing, acting upon the blessing that we've been given for it to be a factor in our physical reality, um, it, it, it begins with a renewing of the mind uh, where, where we begin to see things differently and we begin to think differently than we have in the past. Amen? Amen. Let me, let me just, I, I do this sometimes and I'm like, man, why'd you do that, Pastor Mark? Why'd you do that, Mark? Dude, whatever. Um, but let me, let me, let me, if I could, just real quick. Jesus talked about um, two situations. One of them involved a, a, a tragic situation where a tower collapsed, um, and uh, and it and it killed. In Siloam is, is where this happened. And it killed 18 people. And so it was on the front page of every newspaper. And he said this. He said, You suppose that this happened to them because they were worse sinners than everybody else. Okay. But I tell you no. So notice now, he's, he's answering this question. But I tell you, no, unless you repent, you will likewise perish. Now, the sad thing, and this, man, this this is just it's burning in me. I was hoping to preach and teach it. I just don't have time to get to all this tonight. But I'm just, I'm planning this because I know some of you may not be here the next time we talk about it. But, but listen to me, please. The mistake that people have made in trying to understand what Jesus said right there is they keep connecting repent to His mentioning of sin. Do you suppose? You suppose, He said. In other words, your thinking is these folks must have really done something bad for that tower to fall on them and kill them. And Jesus said, no. No. And unless you repent. See, the the breakdown here is we don't understand what it means to repent. You with me? We think repent means stop sinning. We we connect repent with Jesus' mentioning of the sin. Repent doesn't mean stop sinning, it means you've got to think differently. You've got to think a different way. And he's saying you're thinking because these folks had been bad that somehow they deserve this and we'll never understand it till the other side, but that tower fell on them and killed them. And Jesus said that kind of thinking exposes you and makes you vulnerable to these kinds of things. That's where he says change has to happen. You've got to look at this in a different way. Yeah. And of course we know that the different way here is it's, it's not about Works, it's about faith, it's about believing. Amen. Well, there I go, planning that. But I just stand with me, praise God. I, I'm, I'm excited about the opportunity to really delve into that and, 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 and ex- explain that in, in, in a greater way. But on the on heels of Ephesians 4, notice Jesus wasn't saying, if you, if you don't cut that sin out, a tower's going to fall on you one day. That's not what he's saying. He's saying, you suppose that tower fell on them because of their sin, but I'm telling you, no. You've got to think about this in a different way. Amen. Amen. Can you get anything out of this tonight? All right, Father, we love you. We thank you for this time together. We thank you for your hand upon our lives, for loving us the way you do. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to think like people who have been supplied the Spirit of God and have been given the blessing of Abraham. Lord, help us to think like folks who have been given, who have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Father, not as outsiders, not as, not as people who are alienated from the life of God, separated um, from the blessing of God, uh, not as men and women who have no covenant with you, but, Father, as men who do have, as women who do have a covenant with you, as, as, as those that are blessed by you, that have been blessed by you, Father, and that have received the supply of your Spirit so that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by you. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the things that you've blessed us with, Lord. The the wisdom, Lord, that you have revealed to us concerning these things both this morning and this evening. Help us, Father, walk in these things in their fullness, Lord, for your glory. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen, amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here tonight.